Between hit maker and hit boy. Uh-huh. Y'all got the whole See, but I'm on the radio. Smash. Hit boy is not on the radio. Oh, wait, 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 He's a legendary producer. He's been doing it way longer than oh, me. He's a, he's a great guy, but I'm going to keep it a bean, though. If you play the soundtrack to your life for the last four or five years wow, on yo, radio, man, on. I know it's got to be frustrating with him because my name is so similar, my brother. But wow. it, 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 it keeps getting worse. Darkness. But they bringing me to the darkness. Look. Usually homeboys with producers I get compared to But on this one I wanna see him stretched out, extra leg room I don't really know dude, he seemed like a cool cat But I never once heard Metro booming do boom bap I never heard a Southside beat without an 808 in it HB in drunk driver mode, I swerve in every lane with it I fuck with Mustard, he could make that ratchet shit with his eyes closed But now I'm starting to wonder, can that nigga chop soul? I just seen Young Berg spoke on the wave I should do him like Trick Trick and snatch hit out his name I had to code the game, I had the coldest of days. I'm like Debo on his cruiser. How you got no credits without co-producers? Time to get these niggas the royal flush. No rotor rooter. It's hit boy bucking just so set the tone. Fresh new year, fresh night yeah. Walk through the box like I really don't care. I don't care. Blows the shit, scorching I'm lit. In the plain white tee, got a Mac in it drip. Cut from a different cloth like I'm shopping at Kip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. You already know why we're here if you saw that clip. You already know why we here. We got producer beef, but not really. Producer competition. But more importantly, we got conversation. For this episode so this episode 198 you know i wanted to talk about this by myself and then i was like how boring would that be man i don't even want to hear myself for long stretches and amounts of time so i went and got a team together you know established music connoisseurs producers themselves and want to bring them in on some of this conversation man because i've been i've been seeing it happen all over twitter and stuff like that and out there and people have their feelings and this continues to come up you know, what's a producer? How how do people feel about the people that don't have the hands on the equipment versus the people who are being the maestros and putting the play together? Like, wh- what is it? What, what, are, what are we doing here? Let, let, let's define it or let's bring some 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 type of, uh, I don't know, some level headedness to the argument. So without further ado, I got my mans here. See Jones and Green and me. Make them, welcome them to the uh, couch. Welcome them to the couch. What's going on? Chilling, chilling, man. <laughs> chilling, man. So. You know, like I always do at this time, man, y'all introduce yourselves a little bit, let people know about what you got going on, where you've been, what you've done a little bit, and we'll hop right into the conversation. Green, you can go first, bro. I appreciate it, man. Yo, what's good, good people? Go by Greenery Beats, or you can just call me Greenery. Uh, That's on all pretty much Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Follow me at Greenery Beats. Um, Things I've been up to lately, I've been working. I've been working nonstop. Uh, January, me and JR dropped the uh, R&R single that's going to be on Vanity Stain 2. Uh, also, January, me and Michaela dropped a single that's going to be on her project coming out this year. I dropped a single on Tuesday, not Tuesday, but Friday, excuse me, on last Friday with JR that's going to be on Vanity Stain 2. 
Um, been getting a lot of good recognition for that. Been getting a lot of uh, applause for that. So shout out to everybody that's been showing that love. Um, I'm, it's going to be a busy year this year. So stay tuned. Please stay tuned. For sure, for sure, for sure. And he also dropped some work with me January 26th. He got two joints on blank canvas. <laughs> if I don't say right. it, I got, you know, selfish plug, selfish plug, of course. I'm going to let, let my man let himself. <laughs> it was a project that I had been waiting to drop with Cashflow, man. I'm glad he reached out to me. I'm glad he been trusting me with, with the sound that we've been creating. And those two tracks are definitely the standout tracks on that album. Um, so I thank you, man. I appreciate you so much. No doubt, no doubt. C. Jones, C. Jones, man, let him know. Oh, man. Uh, I just been in my uh, audio engineering bag, man. Uh, y'all can follow me on all platforms at uh, C. Jones Music Official. Um, last year, I've been in school just trying to get classically trained on audio engineering. But I'm a producer by trade, uh, ex-rapper, or I'll say retired rapper. Um, but I'm uh, just going into production, just launched my Stars page. Uh, I did some audio engineering work on Cash. It's a uh, blank canvas. I did a uh, view of me. So hopefully y'all like that uh, as far as audio engineering and mixed and mastered. Uh, shout out to Noms on the production, though. Um, but that's about it, man. Hopefully this next year I can push a lot of music and content out there for the world. So. For sure, for sure. So, so fellas, man. I mean, who who want who wants to take who wants to take it, man? I mean, I have my thoughts, <laughs> but, but y'all here, y'all here. You know what I mean? Y'all my guests, so I'll I'll let y'all. Y'all go first on, on y'all thoughts, your initial thoughts from the hit maker comments to hit, you know, just coming, re- responding right back with the music. You know what I mean? You got it, bro. All right. All right. Um, I think, you know, when it was first introduced to hit maker, I think he could have handled, you know, in a humble manner, you know, but I think, you know, he kind of, you know, gaslit this whole beef, you know what I'm saying? But I think that you could go, you know, Hit Boy brings up a very good point of, you know, being multi-genre, you know, going across the board with it. Is that really important or is staying in one lane and solidifying one lane, you know, important? So, man, it's a great argument that I guess we're going to go into it, but I just want to hit it from there. Start off on where the beef started it, you know, them saying that you can't produce this, you can't produce that. So let's talk about that, you know. For sure, for sure. What about you, Green? What's your initial thoughts on it? I like that response, man. I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of with C. Jones on this. Um, it's a debate right now that it's kind of getting buzzed. Honestly, um, I think it's been spoken of in, in little chats and group messages, but overall, it hasn't been addressed like it was with Hitmaker and Hitboy. Um, Hitmaker definitely could have responded differently. But my thing is, I feel like yeah, it's too many friends and, and a lot of industries anyway. The competitive nature yeah. has kind of been taken. So what he did, it kind of drove Hit Boy to do what he did. Would we have heard Hit Boy kind of deliver something like that had Hit making not said that? Probably That's something to think about. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably not. You know, would Hit know. work together to create something like that outside of Hit yeah. Maker saying that? We got to take that into consideration too. So it really, it it just opens that door to those chats that on Twitter, uh, I talk about it all the time with, oh man, beat maker versus producer lanes. Do I stay in this lane and just go crazy? 
or do I just spread myself all across it? I know I can go crazy in everything that I do. So that that's a it, it started a good discussion. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, but Hitmakers is a salesman, right? You know what I mean? And and he's up there with Jim Jones. So he has an album to sell. He has an album to promote. I think they got right. like seven joints that dropped this past Friday um, where, you know, the lion's share of them are remakes. And, you know, I was talking to my brother about it and we went back and forth about, yeah, you know, Hitmaker, all he do is just do remakes and shit. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. you sound just <laughs> like... Our parents sounded when when we was flipping their shit in the nineties from seventies music sixties and so on and so forth. Like you can't, I don't, I don't want to see it that way because if that's the case, then there's a lot of joints that I really do like that producers that are hands on with it that do the programming that do all those different type of things that what I think hit is getting at. You know what I mean? Like oh, all right, right man, if, if I can do all these things, I could put the play together. I can be behind the scenes. I can be on the scenes. I can use the, I know what to do in this thing inside and out. You know what I mean? So right. where do you wait? Where do you weigh what's more important? The hits that's on the radio and that's the people are gravitating to or the body of works and, and you being talented Man. to do all those things. Like, does it really matter? Or, you know what I mean? What, what, what do y'all think? The dynamics to that change when a person such as Hitmaker makes that comment. Mm. Because from it, it kind of comes off the same when DJ Khaled makes those comments that he makes about oh. his. So, and, and everybody know what I mean when I say his production. It's mm. no different. Now, when we say, oh, yeah, he, he's behind the scenes, he's doing A, B, C, and D, is he really? Is he really? To I me, gotta imagine. I gotta imagine Khaled is like just his track record for so many projects he's dropped. Like I, I equated to this, and and CJ, you you can kind of chime in here from your your military right. your military days as you come up in in rank or come up in in stature in the music game. You one could imagine you have less time to do the shit like programming and doing all these different type of things that literally take the time away. You can be out networking, being at a party or or chasing down hoes, chasing down Nas, chasing down right. the people that are hard to go get and motivate them to get in the booth and do something that's that's a hit. You know what I mean? And there's there's value in that. Like there, there's value in that to me. And I can never I can never shit on Cali or or a hit maker that's having a run of hits because maybe they don't give a shit about body of works, even though Hitmaker and Cali have body of works that they put out with people. You know what I mean? And right. have restored some of these R&B singers if you want to be real with Hitmaker. You know what I mean? So uh, Yeah. But, but I think that the I think the elephant in the room is like production because, you know, producer is like loosely used. And there's a whole difference between record producer, music producer, and beat maker. Those are the three people in the room that I think our culture and hip-hop and in R&B that people get confused the most with. Because, you know, even people ask me, oh, dog, I didn't even know you made beats. I was like, well, you know, in some genres, when you say make beats, that's just a drum beat exclusively. But in hip-hop and R&B, the beat is the whole musical foundation. So a lot of these guys are saying they're beat makers, and that's why other genres look at us like, oh, they, those are just beat makers. 
but we're actually producing things. So I think, you know, across the board, you know, the verbiage is kind of misconstrued. So like Khaled, he's a record producer. Mm. Metro, Hit Boy, those are music producers. You know what I'm saying? Like even Metro in this new joint, Metro even switched hats, you know, he record produced, he record produced this whole album. So, you know, I I just think the verbiage is kind of used loosely, (laughs) you know? So must very much so. Um, I feel like once people can understand and categorize that and it it only matters in the hip hop community for me. So outside of the people in the hip hop community, if we can acknowledge, all right, this is because we kind of categorized it with the genre of music. So we should be able to categorize it just as C. Jones said, a record producer is not a beat maker and beat maker is not going to do whatever. So I, I, I do have respect for Khaled. I do have respect for him because I don't yeah. put them in lane than I do a Puff Daddy because I've never really seen P. Diddy touch anything. But mm. he say this go there, this go there, bring take that out. <laughs> that's that's what he do. That's, and that's probably his not way classically trained on any music theory. Exactly. To be honest nah. with you, he just knows what sounds nah. good and he's creating the vibes and he's going in there telling the people that do know how to do this shit well what to do. They figure it out and they they meet somewhere in the middle or they nail it or if they don't they out of there and he find somebody else to do it because he got the right. money to do it you know what i mean so all right there's there's value in that too you know yeah i mean honestly though if if you're making beats all day and you're you're a music producer sometimes it's great to have a record producer come in and say oh that snare ain't working or that kick ain't working but you like sometimes in production mode you're in tunnel vision you know what i'm saying you have a tunnel mode and you know, you've been listening to this beat loop over and over a million times. And sometimes it's good to have someone that actually knows music to come in and tell you, you know, hey, man. And he's like, you know what? I didn't even think of that. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But everyone has a job. so Right. Yo, I find... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead and like you said, it, it kind of helps to have that person or those people, like a group of, hey, let me run this beat by you. I kind of do that myself. Yeah, like my one of them. If she knows music and she has the ear for it, she can tell me, "I hey, this ain't it, this ain't it." <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of, and if it's past that level, it's like, all right, let me get to the artist. And then if the artist likes it, now let me get to the the listener. And if mm. the listeners, the people that's in charge of the stream uh, websites, they're gonna pay attention, and I'm gonna get my revenue from it. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like a that goes on with it and as long as you got that group of people that can be attached to that chain it can't go from just your ears to artists to radio I agree like, yeah. I agree definitely the formula because I I would love to know <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I'm not just from being on the rapper side of things and I, I you know I, I tap on the program and do it for fun you know what I mean but I wouldn't know when they'll call myself a beat maker or even a producer right now I have nothing out so therefore, it doesn't justify me as calling myself such. But when it comes to the the record making, yeah, of course, I send that shit out to <laughs> Joe says all my roughs, no matter how bad they are. It, you know, am I going in the right direction with this? Yeah. Is this hook terrible or is it good? You'll hear some of them green when they get a little bit more fleshed out. You know, so I got the different levels when I when I send it to people because, I mean, I got to get out my own way. Sometimes I, I know I'm nailing it. And sometimes it's like, ah, I, I just need, I need that reassurance because I'm trying something different. 
So, right. you know, right. every time right. I'm trying something different. But um, what I was going to say, Green, before you, you were saying in this, and you hit it on it, CJ, right on the nail, like, why in rap music, why do we have this uh, this thing to where um, our folks get to the point where they feel like it's all about me? It's what I did on a record. It's what I did here, how I shine. Mm. Like, why do we get so fixated on, yo, I made the beat, I rapped, I did the hook, I promoted it, I marketed it. Like, I mean, it, that's like a lot of self-worth to me, but like <laughs> by doing all this shit, this podcast and doing all this shit, I would love to take a load off and hand this shit off to a bunch of different people. Like the last thing I want is, it feels good internally, but it's a team game. <laughs> like this music thing is a team game. Like, and these guys take it so seriously that they can do all these things. Like, I get it, but I don't at the same time. What do you, what do y'all say about that that need to be like I I programmed it. I did this. I I got this kick a little bit right. I got the snare. <laughs> Who gives? Like, I mean, Cash, the people I, that don't give a shit, the listeners, you know, <laughs> like make it make sense, y'all. Cash, For me, I'm I'm gonna ask you, Cash. Who can do it better than you for what you're trying to do for yourself? Uh, mm. Nobody. I'm going to always be nobody. The number one. Yeah, yeah. So I think, like, like Hit Boy was saying, like, I did all this. It's like sometimes people don't give you your flowers or your pat on the back. Like, if you produce, engineer, executive produce, and put an album out, bro, like, sometimes people don't even acknowledge that. And so sometimes it's a little bit, you know, you feel a little jaded. And you want to let some steam off. I think right now, Hit Boy, on this subject, he's letting a little steam off. Like, look at what I'm doing. I'm across the board with it. You know what I'm saying? You know? Definitely is. He definitely is. Um, I feel like, like, yeah. same as what you said, he's to a point to where I don't get the acknowledgement, but we got to realize the day and time. And we're in the day and time where we don't have their, their attention span as long. Mm. And when we attention span this long, it's like, hey, well, I got your attention. Look at what I did. And the, and you listening to it. And they like the crowd is like, all right, boom, boom, boom. I hear it. Now I'm over here. Look at what Kendrick Lamar dropped. And look at what J. Cole dropped, I think, last year. Yeah, yeah. It's relatively two mm. years ago when uh, yeah. J. Cole dropped and Kendrick dropped last year. And I don't, I don't hear a whole lot of people talking about it. And after that, it's like, next thing. Yeah. So it's the appreciative nature of the of the fans that kind of takes away from it. And it's the attention span. Like, people don't pay attention long enough to where it's like, hey, he did this, he did this. That's why the loop makers, they don't attach the names of the musicians who played the piano or mm. did the, good, the 808. And it might be eight people on that. Because... The producer's not gonna pay attention to that. Even us. Yeah, I mean, I, my my thing is like, dog, like with with hit going on this Nas run, like that's four fucking projects that he got that are every time they've come out, they've stopped what's happening in, in rap music. Like it, it's that's, people that's have true. stopped to have a conversation about it. So if you have a four album run. I don't care how much you got on the radio. It kind of goes on to what you value. Do you value uh, the streams, the notoriety, the positions that Hitmaker's in? Because he's been in several different, like, you know, A&R and exec positions. Right. And is a relatively new producer when you really think about it in terms of times he's been producing. So 
it's all like in what you value. Like, you know, it's back to the rap, right? In, in rap, what do you value? The lyrics, do the lyrics matter to you first? Or is it a catchy beat, a catchy hook? Or is the simplicity in a person's verse? Or is it the motherfuckers that do the syllable, multi-syllable shit and they're actually saying something as opposed to the ones that are not? Like, it's just, it's so many different things on, you know, that's why, like, I, I tend to make my my top 10 list as far as favorites for the year because it's my favorites. It's what I like. Not necessarily me trying to appease people. And I think that uh, when you get into that, that back and forth, that, that's where you kind of, it's like, man, that's why I'd be like, man, do it, do it really matter? But I do love, I do love <laughs> hit coming through with competition and putting it on wax and, and Aaron, cause he could have went on a, a Twitter or IG tirade talking shit. But no, he chose to do it with the music. But before y'all respond to that, one person caught a stray that I don't know why they called a stray Metro Boomin. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know in Southside too, so South I got some. Side. Yeah, I got a oh, mustard. From, uh, mustard, mustard too, and they from yeah. the West too. He from the West too, so I, you know, hit, hit, hit was in his feelings. He had some shit to get off his chest, but I want to uh, play a clip from um, you know Metro Boomin was on Gilly and Wallow's uh, podcast recently, uh, probably about a month or two ago, and he actually broke this down on what he feels a beat maker and producer is. So I just want the people to hear it for a second. A beat maker is somebody who strictly makes beats. So you might be in the room, you making beats all day, and like that's strictly what you're doing. You're making beats. Like you're not really dealing with no sessions or no vocals or really no artists directly or you know, none of that type of shit. Like you're making beats and either sending them off or giving them to somebody and they do make the song happen. Now a producer which are, some producers actually make beats and some don't. A producer is somebody who sees the song out from the beginning to the end and makes sure it's the best thing that it could be. That's the true definition of a producer. So whether it's coming in with the artist, um, getting them fired up, like motivating them and, and putting the right beat on, then they got the right beat on, then it's like you might help with what kind of direction are we going in or, or um, just like a coach kind of like all the way through, you know what I'm saying? So it's like that type of thing. And then even after the artist recorded their vocals, uh, you might go through and be like, okay, these four or eight bars, maybe we could have did this better or do this over. It was riding until this point, just do that shit over. Um, little shit like that. Or uh, you might go back in and put an orchestra on the shit or get somebody to play guitar on it or just all kinds of shit. Um, get the song mixed, master everything, just see it all the way to the end just to make sure it's the best it could be. A beat maker is some. So, yeah. So, I think he, just like you did, uh, CJ, you know, initially, I think he put it, he hit it right on the nail, man. Like, Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, I, I, I don't understand hit, <laughs> hit, <laughs> hit Boy's beef with him. You know what I mean? Because I think I, I have, I'm not like super well versed in, his his catalog in terms of Metro booming in terms of just like the the albums, but I I've, you've heard his records in the club, you've heard oh yeah you you I'm familiar, but like I'm talking about like the shit that he's saying that I've never heard Metro on Boom Bap or anything like that. While I haven't heard him on Boom Bap, he's sampled he's sampled a lot. It's just not Boom Bap sampling. Is he's putting it behind 808s, and I'm like, all right, you know, I guess I guess he had to catch it straight, but. What y'all think about <laughs> his, his definition? Uh, 
I, I would say this. Like I said before, I, I think it's our culture, man. Like, I understand what a music pro- producer is, industry version of it. But I think our culture makes it hard when you come talk about verbiage, how we use it. Like, if I even me, if I produce a song, I'm going to say I produced it. I'm not going to say I arranged it or I, you know, I'm the loop maker. If I produced it from ground up. But the thing that's different about our culture is our music, our beats are, are I don't say commodity items, but we can sell them. You know, you can lease a beat to 50 different people. Does that mean you produce the record for them? No, but you, you know, you produce the song, you produce the beat for them. So does that make you a beat maker? If you, if you own 50% of the composition, no, you're a music producer. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's the difference. But if you look at like maybe rock and roll or something, when you say you're a beat maker, you're just a drummer. But we're talking about hip hop. So I, I think what Metro Boomin bought up was was great for conversation. But what we're doing in hip hop, we deal with beat makers and producers. There are a lot of music producers behind the scenes. And I think that's where, you know, like Khaled, like Puff, they come in and people are like, Puff ain't a producer. Yeah, he's a music producer. He's a record producer. So I just think the verbiage is so, <laughs> you know, behind us. <laughs> It's hard to understand. It's hard to understand if you're a fan, if you're on the other side of it. But when you're in it, sometimes it's still hard to understand because people call people different things for different things, you know. I think it's yeah. just a negative connotation of saying somebody's a beat maker. Because it is. It's just yeah. a negative. Yes. yes. It's a negative connotation because I'm sure you guys have worked with people as producers in the past to where all they wanted was the beat and they did whatever they did to it. They didn't ask for your input or anything like that. So right. are you less proud that you landed on said artist's project because they did the mixing, the mastering and everything that, you know, they added some clips in, got the, the person to sing the hook, you know, because in in essence, they're producing too. You know what I mean? As well, because they're putting the whole right. play together. For themselves, you know what I mean? But are you any less proud of, say, Green, you work with JR, are you any less proud of your shit because he did the other legwork, you know, the legwork for the, the beat? Are you? I see that's even that part. Now, there are times to where, like the last thing we just dropped, I sent it to him a week before he dropped it. And this was him calling me on FaceTime, like, hey, uh, you want a game? I'm like, no, I'm not playing a game. Oh, listen to this this first verse. And it's like, for me, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to take your input on how this sounds if I need to tweak something. And, it, and it's like, hey, if I'm a part of this process, and since he, since he broke it down to me like that, I, I'm seeing the different tiers of it to where I'm not even a record producer. I'm a music producer. But... I have made albums. Have I gone through with the full process? Not at all. Have I been a part of the full process? Fully, fully from start to finish. And I think Cash can attest to that because even if he sends me a verse in return or a clipping of something that he recorded, it's like, I'm a process of every step that you're making. I send you the beat. You tell me if you like it, you're rapping on it. You send it back to me for feedback. I send it back to you if I need to tweak anything on the beat. And now I, I got a feature on it. Let me know what you think about this verse. Uh, they might not need to say this. So as we go along, I'm definitely a part of the entire process. Even once we drop it, it's like, I don't want this to sit in your folder. 
oh, what what's the date? Let's let's do the promotion. Mm-hmm. Feel for it. Um, what platforms are we posting this on as far as social medias? So for me, that that definitely attributes to what you are as far as this music thing goes. And he said it, it is really only in the black community because and the hip hop community because we're so competitive. We're very competitive. Very, very much so. I don't do nothing you guys do as far as engineering and rapping, but it's like at some point it's gonna be like, man, I'm if they on this track and it ain't my track, <laughs> my track sound better than theirs. Yeah, and I don't even do the thing you do, so it's that. Comp- <laughs> yep, yep. For you, sure. you know, go ahead. You know, this is kind of like uh, I think when Hit Boy came out with that verse, this is kind of like the producer's version of when Kendrick dropped Control. You know what I'm saying? You know, so I get it. As a rapper, you can respond, but how do producers respond to other <laughs> like like how do you let me throw this beat on? <laughs> no, let me go get Alchemist and ball your ass. <laughs> you know that's a cheat code. You know, you know, in all seriousness, you know, Tim and uh, Pharrell they did like a producer battle. That's great because they play hits that they made. But if you like. How can you respond with something fresh? Because a producer needs an artist to carry that message to people. You know, you know. Strange enough, as you brought up, you know, hit hitmaker. I always get them hitmaker and Jim Jones dropped a project on Friday. But also, Hit Boy and Music Soul Child dropped a project on Friday. Mm, this could be okay. Go ahead. I like where you're going. I like where you're going with this. But. The music, the music uh, project is great. You know, all original music. You know, hit does does his thing. But the thing with hip hitmaker and Jim Jones, man, it, there is radio play. You can play. You can radio play the whole album. They got some know? joints. Nah, nah, they got some joints. They got some joints on there. So. You know, but the but the music in in the Hit Boy, it's great. But you know, if if if, if you just. <laughs> It's hard. Look, look. If I had, if you had to, if you had to twist my arm and say what I played more over the past weekend because I was searching for new music, I've gone back to the gym more times than the music soul child. Now that's the mood I've been in. I haven't been in uh, me wanting to listen to R and B quite yet um, because I think I played the the Dende. I think that's Mm. his name. How you pronounce it? He is another R and B artist that came out. I mm-hmm. I rock I rocked with his EP, so I went to his joint first because I'm like music soul child. You know what you're gonna get with him and Hit Boy, right? Right. To, to hear it through, but then I couldn't get off that R&B joint. So between that, the rap side of me was just like, oh, this this, this Jim Jones and Hitmaker is kind of dope. The, these flips that they did, right? Very subtle, simple. You know what I mean? But you know they, I mean these these replays because that's what he's doing. Right. He's getting people to exactly. replay it. You know what I mean? And that's the other thing, like that. That's what I'm unfamiliar with this whole replay thing and and yeah man that that that's a whole other can of worms. It's cheaper than sampling, but it's still sampling. But you know, it, you just replay. And I think that people are arguing. It's like hitmakers. That's all. What is he known for? He's he's gonna be on the radio for sure. Gonna be on the radio for sure. But out of his music is is kind of like Diddy's son. Diddy's son gonna make remakes. Of mm. Diddy's music, we know mm. that. Yeah. So any Diddy's son job is gonna be what his daddy made. Mm. And for Hitmaker, anything I hear from Hitmaker, 
it's gonna be from what this other producer already did. Let me hear your original shit. Right. Like where's originality? Like let me let me see what you can do without all the things that came before you. If I give you these sounds, what can you do compared to a hit boy? Yeah, he's kind of doing the same thing, but he has a lot of songs to where he's not using samples. Heard it in Nipsey Hustle mm-hmm. music. Okay. So right. he got uh, the yeah. leg. Up. I agree. Yeah, he like hit boys making music that can be sampled by people in the future. Like, you know what I'm saying? The hit maker, you know, he's just like Green just said, man, he's just recycling. And that's cool because it's gonna like it was a hit when it came out in the nineties. It's gonna be a hit again when it come out in twenty twenty three. Like, you know, he's he has to have an ear for it, but at the same time, Hit Boy is coming from a purist uh mind frame as a purist producer. Like, you know. Um, so you gotta purist, love man. that. Yeah, yeah. The 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 rap purist, man, like they'll they'll this is where it comes into the where the person that does the most stuff and has a body of work, I think that's what the rap purists enjoy the most is the body of I work, agree. not necessarily the one the yeah. hits. Because long term, yeah, well, I may like this Jim Jones. I'm probably not going to come back to it as often. Um, but you know the Nas joints that he's dropped, I'm coming back right. to those all the time. I can't tell you a hit make an album that really defines his sound or what he what he brings to the table um but you know green you also brought up something else earlier we're talking about these 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 people that service in the middle these these people that give out give away the beats and then somebody else does whatever they need to do and they call them loopers beat makers Mm. the other person on there south side south side is another person that that, uh was on on his uh so i want to uh I want, yeah, he called a straight too. I don't, I don't have mustard, but I do have a clip. I do have a clip from uh, uh, Southside in terms of loopers, and I do want you guys' thoughts on loopers. Have you utilized them? What do you think? And so on and so forth. But I'll play this clip real quick. They were talking about real musicians making shit from scratch as opposed to sampling. But is- even the loop, even the loop makers, these kids is putting their names on it. Let's clear this up. <laughs> they're not even making the loops. They're forming people in the room that's real musicians, and they're giving them work for hires. They're paying them by the hour. So it might cost you $200 an hour to play a dude to play the guitar or the drums, and then you loop it into a Pro Tools, and you bring it to me and I like you made it and collect publishing off of it. So the people that are saying that they're real loop makers, they're not even making the loops. The musicians, oh, wow. they work for hiring them and paying them. Got you. You know, so they're not yeah. even making the so how, how do you, how do y'all feel about this whole what tell me a little bit I'm I'm unfamiliar to this this part of the game um if you guys have experienced it what are your thoughts on it work for hire honestly like man southside like you know he he brought up a very good point but at the same time people are sending him loops so he's not even making the <laughs> making the beat. Well, he's making the beat, the drums, you know, he's dropping the 808s behind him and, and doing the drum patterns, but people are sending him guitar loops, piano loops, um, and these are, like you said, work for higher contracts. You know, if I'm if I'm a loop maker and I can't play the bass and I bring a, a bass guitarist in, like, hey, I want the drum line to go do-do-do-do-do, hey, yeah. I sign this work for higher contract, here's 200, 300, 400 bucks, thank you. You don't get any publishing off this. I'm going to take this, arrange this with some pads, piano. This is my loop now, and I'm sending it to Southside. I mean, does it take the, the artistry out of it? Yeah, but I think that's the game that we're in, and that's the culture that we're in, and it, it sucks for a producer that's, if you're playing the keys, 
uh, guitar, you doing your own drum patterns. Does it suck to go up against someone that's just making loops and a 10, a 10 producer team, 10 man team? Yes, it does. You know, <laughs> you can't, man team, you, you can't, you can't win. <laughs> you can't win. They're like, they're literally making like, uh, you know, a super team of producers on their own tracks. Like, you know, you look at Beyonce's album, she got like, 10 oh people. Oh my God, them yeah. credits are insane, man. Crazy. But it's great. It's great. You know? <laughs> but but Hit, Hit Boy is saying, I can do this by myself, and which he has done, you know? So, I mean, it just takes time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't even lie. I'm kind of, like I said, I straddle the fence with this one too because I have yeah. people that me loops all the time. Every Friday I have at least, I don't know how they <laughs> found all of them on something. They send me loops every Friday. And I'm I'm sure I'm part of a community to where it's, it's like maybe a thousand of us. But for me, my job is to tweak this so it don't sound like the other 999 people that got the loop. Mm-hmm. To the, I don't even know if it's a loop. And one thing I pride myself on, every sound that comes from that loop I can play because I'm a musician before I'm a music mm-hmm. producer. Started off playing drums when I was four or five years old, transitioned to piano at like 12, 13. So it's like, all right, I got two of the basic instruments down packed. And with the piano, I can pull up horn, guitar, bass. So Everything. I make, at least I can lay down every loop that I get. Every loop I get, I put, if it's piano, it's a trap piano or something, I lay that down myself because what I lay down might be better than his trap piano. So I might take his piano, plays that with mine. So now I, let me do I 808 percussion. It, oh, now I got my own song. I didn't, I just use his as a template. On the other side, I have the sampling. I've made a lot of sample chops. I've been given a lot of sample chops to where it's just that four, eight bar loop. Do what you do with the music. Cause nothing new under the sun. This yeah. thousands of, of went on who sample.com and it's like, man, can't do that one. Man, yeah. he done you. It's like, well, I don't have to use it the same way he does. Yeah, it's it's tons of records that's been flipped 40, 50 times. I forgot what record I was just I was just listening to something on my way to the crib. I was listening to some some uh producer podcast or whatever, but it was some artist that has been flipped over 40 times in 40 different ways. And they played some of the records. They got went through like three or four of them records. All three or four of them records sound completely different from what, <clears throat> what inspiration green or CJ takes from the same record could be totally different routes. You could turn one into sure. some trap shit and you could turn some shit into some beautiful R and B in most, most people, the, the listener that's receiving it would be none the wiser. Right. That's facts. That's fact. And yeah. ultimately, it, it, it's, it's solely up to the listener. Mm. Key point. I, mm. A video, um, <laughs> I forgot what famous for that. Yep. Is either guitar player or saxophonist. And somebody asked him, well, who do you make music for, you or the listener? And he said, well, ultimately, I make music for me, but I'm the first listener. I'm the first listener of every mm. beat I even with my brothers, they might be down here and they listen to it, they hear the beats. And it's a lot of music I play. My brother's like, man, I ain't know you made that. When you make that? <laughs> I'm 
please my ears first. And then once I hear that from them, it's like, he's a fan. He's my brother, but he's going to tell me when shit trash. So he's a fan. So once I hear the fans perspective, it's like, all right. And for me, I've had to learn to take myself out of production phase and go into fan phase. That can be a very fan. Very important. Very important. Very. I agree. I agree with Green. Like, after I finish making a beat, I have different days where I go back and attack things from what could be a team perspective in the industry. Like, after I make the beat, that's one day. Then I have a mixing day where I mix it. If I'm going to master it before I drop it somewhere, that's another day because on those three different days, my ears need to be tuned in three different ways. I go from producer to mixing engineer to mastering engineer. And then in the end, I go to listener when I'm just listening. So, you know, it's a lot of hats that you wear when you, when you're trying to do it all by yourself, but it's, it's worth it. You don't understand when you're fully producing, it's stressful. So I can't, imagine where hip boy came from because he's like man i'm in from start to finish with nas who's considered a great a great yeah. you're on the radio but in five or ten years i'm not going to listen to you. who is a young blue sexy, <laughs> sexy. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel we i feel what yeah. you're saying it, like, like i said earlier a lot of music that we hear on the radio it's for right now. If I can set the mood for right now, I'm good. Right. Because I'm getting my money right now and then I'm gone. That's that's the goal for a lot of people. And and I can't be mad at that. Everybody is not gonna be super um rap music or or hip hopped out. Like I can't make you have a love love for it. I think he, I think to a certain degree with his his um his history, Berg, whatever you want to look at it outside of the 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 um street shit or the shit that has happened to him that aside but just how he came in the game with DMX and you know what yeah. I mean and, and kind of just being like a young shorty and just progressing since he was 15 the dude got to be almost 40 in his 40s now you know or late 30s like yeah. to have a 20 plus year career be that and still be that young and now ascending to those heights I can't be mad at the the him wanting to get his just due and, and get his music out there but again <laughs> Um, you know, certain me people make music to stand the test of time, and certain people make music that yeah. I just want to hit. I just want to be on the radio. I want people dancing to my shit. So everybody got different motives. Um, I, I just don't care. I don't. It just depends on what mood I'm in. Sometimes I'm in for the, the with the shits, and I wanna I wanna go out to a bar. Right. I wanna listen to. I don't want to listen to me at the bar. You feel me? And right. I'm me. I like my music, but I don't want to hear that shit. At the bar, I want to hear some <laughs> shit that's, 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 you know, a little bit more yeah. rhythmic. Like, no lie, today you get in your car tonight. How excited would you be if you turn on the radio and it's like, fresh, fresh hot shit that's, that just dropped last month, cash flow featuring something? Yeah. For me, I'm not chasing that. I, I love what I'm doing right now. It's like, man, I'm serving these underground niggas. All this work because, it, like, man, I feel like I'm really in a bag right now that not too many motherfuckers is really fucking with. And that's me talking my shit right now, which I don't do too all social shit, but I'm talking, ain't too many niggas doing this shit. So I'm cool with what I'm doing. I got off of work, work today like, man, where this bread came from? Oh, you sold a beat on B-Stars. 
dope. Like, I'm cool with that. That's a good ass feeling. But to hear myself on the radio, it's like, man, yeah, I'm walking outside (laughs) with mink on every day, feeling like I'm a man. Hey, man. Yeah, and you know, some people like, you know, I forgot what artists I was listening to, but they, they're pretty established in what they were doing. And they were like, man, the first time uh, they heard their record in public, in their hood, you know what I mean? From hand to hand and doing all this, this shit, like they was like, it didn't matter who the person was. It just mattered that they were, I heard my record outside of somebody's car. And he was like, man, we went and <laughs> split a few duchess and whatever they did, and you know, and celebrated at the time. But they didn't know who that person was, but they, you know, they was excited just to hear it. So I could imagine, like, even when um, we got one one dude on Twitter, shout out to Scott, he'll repost people's music every single day to let you know he's listening to it. It never gets annoying. It never feels like dick riding, especially if you're the person on pause. All right. It never feels like dick riding. <laughs> I'm trying to say this the right way. <laughs> it never feels like dick riding because if you're the the artist that's being, you know, tagged and your music is being heard and somebody appreciates it to not give a fuck about what people say negatively in, in this Twitter space and on social media, you appreciate it because at least, damn, one person's listening to my shit. Um, you know, yeah. I'm helping them get through their day, they work out, whatever it, it may be. And I think that's all you could ask for as an yeah. artist. Does it reach the listener? Cash, Cash, this thing you're talking about, I agree. And you just, it's something just sparked in my mind. This thing we deal with, it's a mix of artistry and popularity at the same time. Like, everyone wants their music to be heard. No one drops something and like, I hope no one hears my art. People want their art shared but then we get into this crazy thing of where something sensitive becomes who's popping you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) but that's that's our culture that's our culture in hip-hop we don't we don't drop music and we just sit in the room and silently listen to it as hip-hop like ah yes 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 no we listen to hip-hop in our car (laughs) clubs different different venues so the art is appreciated in different kind of ways so you know, the purists may come in and say, this isn't this and this isn't that. But at the same time, like he's entitled to his own opinion as a purist. But at the same time, if it don't slap in my car, then I ain't messing with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a crazy balance of sensitivity and popularity through music. It's, it's crazy, man. You know, that's a great point. I didn't I didn't really think about it or see it that way. And the whole you know? time I would push that agenda because I would say, man. You're not about to go and rob a bank listening to, to Faith Evans. Or Faith. <laughs> wow! I'll pull that from three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, you, you are different. You're yeah. Different. So it, it it does really rely on moods. I play Hit Boy when I'm like, man, I'm trying to be motivated. I'm trying to, man. Rax in the middle. He produced that. That's that's Nipsey. That's that's mm-hmm. about right. I listen, but if I'm trying to vibe with my lady, I ain't pulling up Hit Boy. Nah, I'm pulling, I'm pulling up that sexy motherfucker, and it's like, damn, <laughs> this this joint up, and this he he vibed out on this joint. So it really depends on the on the mood that you're trying to create and that you feel for yourself, honestly. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like I said, man, we all got that competitive 
competitive shit in us in terms of uh, I do want to be on everybody's record in terms of if I'm a producer. You know what I mean? Like I exactly. tap these, I, I tap these buttons all the time, but you never know. I may send some shit out and somebody that's established may fuck with the shit and get on it. And the next thing you know, there's a demand for my production. And I've just started. You just never know when it could hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just you never and, know. But everybody wants that. You know what I mean? And if you start blowing up from there, I can understand how somebody who's been down and really been producing and really knows way more than me could feel a way. But you got to urge us. You can't hate. It, it, like, at the yeah. same time, you can't. Like, I could know, like, I could wrap circles around certain motherfuckers. I know I can. But at the same time, I can't, I can't be mad that somebody who has a different type of flow or if it's just like, even if I don't like their their flow, but they're they're getting fans and people are liking their shit, and I can't be that guy to be like, oh man, I don't why they liking him. They should like me more. <laughs> like that's some corny shit. Like people like what they like. They're the judge. You know what I mean? So you can't be you true. can't really you can't really base it off of the popularity. You just gotta love it at at some point first. Well, you're well, mad at, literally mad at the fans at that point. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah, you mad at the fans? Why they don't like me? Why they don't like me? Like it, when you really think about it, you you <laughs> sound stupid. Like as the the person yeah. as you know, but at the same time, like you know, rapping sports is synonymous, and you know, I don't think there's not one rapper, the most humblest of rappers that I listen to from underground to mainstream, that don't say they're the best in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. Facts. Everybody says it. Everybody says yeah. it in rap. Like I don't care how humble you are. Like. You pop your shit at a certain point. But I, I think in rap, you can battle like like the bars. Those are your swords. You know what I'm saying? But as a producer, and that's I bring it back. Like, how do you battle as a producer? Like, if I drop a track and it has, you know, original pianos, guitars, you know, all kind of original drums, and I'm battling someone who made something with a loop, and it slaps harder, and he didn't play any instruments. I'm like, well, I know music theory. I know this. No one cares. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no one I cares. I know music theory. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. So how do you so battle fun. as a producer? Like, how do you battle? Like, you, it's it's hard to battle as a producer. You battle when with hits, like they do on the verses. Like, you gotta have them things, man. You gotta have them <laughs> things with you. You know what I mean? Hold tight to that, though. I was just about to say, and I'm glad you said that. I did one beat battle. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. I wasn't going to bring it up, but go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> now, <laughs> appreciative for it. The nigga I went up against, I consider him a brother now. We talk and we we planning some, some major shit. And it's like, I'm glad I formed that relationship with him. I'm glad I formed that relationship with the people that was in the Twitter space. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, I provided those, those hits. Those, oh, boom, bap. And then I'm gonna give you RB. And then I'm gonna go from that to trap. And then I'm gonna go from that to lo-fi. And then I'm gonna go from that to some sample trap. And it's like I gave them so much that because they thought, oh, Jay Green is a, a boom bat producer. I was expecting that battle. So it's a time to where it's like, man, this is too much for even me to process. I'm used to the hit maker doing this radio. It's <laughs> to hit boy. He, he be doing this shit with Nas. I ain't trying to hear all them down, the powerful and powerful messages he talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With Hit Boy, man, this this is the type of music I'm used to. These are the vibes I was grew, I, I raised up on. But this mm-hmm. nigga, 
used to radio stuff. Man, listen to no radio. It kind of yeah. depends on the audience, truly. Yeah. Right, right. In the audience, like, I took everything they said into consideration. And now I'm pretty much about to drop an album with all of them. <laughs> like, I have all of them, like, with an album in my pocket now. So it's like, hey, I love that. From that from that bullshit ass beat battle, I done formed a brother. <laughs> I, hey, he lost, lost, y'all. He lost. So that's why he's bullshit. Oh, I got smoked. I got, you got smoked. smoked. <laughs> I said, this is shit. It, happens, it happens. But like, I mean, here's the thing though, like the, the bounce back too, right? Is y'all y'all did form a that's relationship. Dope. Um, and it wasn't you didn't cry. You ain't go cry about it. If anything, it forced you to be like, I'm, these motherfuckers going to see. Once I, you know what I mean? Like, I know, yeah. I know that it, it had to kick in at some point, right? <laughs> the competitive spirit had to kick in. I, I'm, yeah. I'm sure. Fully. Fully. Hey, Cash, I got another point of view for you. What's up? Mm. Check this out. So, you know, I think with Hit, Hitmaker, right? He says some stuff that I think the Hitmaker would, would always say. But I don't think the hit boy would get on the radio and be like, no one could do what I do. Like, I think Hitmaker woke up, you know, sleeping. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the thing is that the hit boy can do what Hitmaker does, but Hitmaker can't do what hit boy does. Come you know on, what I'm no. saying? Yeah, so, so, so I just don't think that, you know, sometimes I think it's an irrelevant argument because it's like, hey, look at me, I'm popular. And then it's like, Bro, you can't, then it's like, on the other hand, bro, you can't do what I do. But it's like, hey, look at me, I'm popular. So it's kind of, it's... Like, shit, sit your corny ass down. That's what it really is. Sit your corny ass down, Because talking about the radio, bro, talking about the radio and hip-hop is like, you're in the safe zone in hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Hip-hop is, is, is hip-hop is dangerous music. You know what I'm saying? So when you're on the radio, you're in the safe zone. So you make a lot of popular safe zone music. That's great. But can you do this? You know, and I, ah, man, you know, I just don't think the hip, hip boy would have just, when I, even though like being a purist producer, you sit back and you watch all these people make, you know, beats with loops, beats oh. with this. And, that, and, you know, the whole beat is just a loop. The drums are loop, the piano's a loop, the bass is a loop, everything loop. And you don't get mad at that. But no, then, the, none at all. But then, the, but then if they call you out, it's like, bro, what were you, what? Like, I was letting you hustle. I was letting you do your thing. Why you <laughs> mess with why me? me? <laughs> exactly, um, yo. Like, exactly. Because, like, y'all sit over here, like, I got all this cool ass shit. I don't spend half the time doing it just because I got other shit going on. But when I do, like, sit here and focus, I'm like, yeah. Why? I don't remember. Why is it this easy? You you feel me? Yeah. Like, it's it's like, I'll find, like, some loops and shit. Like, uh, like who who got some shit? Like, other um beat makers, they'll make some loops or I'll, I'll find yeah. some, I mean, shit, track lib. You got all Beats. types of shit right now that them motherfuckers go right down to a four bar chop for you. You ain't even ready yeah. to chop it and be, you know, a, 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 a swordsman or you ain't got to be really precise with it. You go on that yeah. track, they do it for you. You drag that shit right out onto your DAW or onto your MPC or whatever it is instrument you use, drum machine. You chop it a little bit more, throw a little bit of sauce on there, and then you could put it out, right. and and people like they wouldn't care because they just want to know they where don't. you found that sample. It's ill. It's a head nodder. You took certain parts of that song, but it's it's fucking easy. You know what I Bro. mean? It's just you got to yeah. learn the basics, and 
It's not that yeah. hard in 2023 to do that, but I pro- I personally wouldn't don't I wouldn't talk crazy either. I wouldn't talk crazy to people Key who point. could do it <laughs> in their sleep. Like I'd be like, yeah, I'd just be super humble until I got some, <laughs> some time under my belt before exactly. I get the pop of my shit, you know? Exactly. So your battles. Yeah. So yeah. so that's what I was saying about hitmaker, bro. It's like, it's fine. We all know what you're doing. As producers, we know what you're doing. Bro, don't pop your shit like that. Like, don't, don't, <laughs> like. Are you talking you know, to the wrong one now, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it was funny, though. <laughs> it's crazy because, you know, like, from the outsiders, they don't know. Like, you know, like you just said, they just, they just listening. But in the producer community, we know, and it's just like, man, he don't even have a legit argument. Like, what is he doing? Like, why is he, you know? Oh. It's, it's, it's like, man, <laughs> I felt for Hitmaker, bro, because immediately when I'm set, I went on Twitter and was like, Hitmaker, I already know they're talking shit about that. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. Hitmaker don't even do this, and man, hit boy. And it's yeah. like, you had those ones, like, which opened up the door to the discussion. And does it really matter? Because mm. I hear him. hear him. When I go to work, I hear him. When I get off work, I hear him. Mm. Late at night, driving to do whatever I'm doing, I hear him. I have to hear him by putting in a CD or searching yeah. a name. Like, I got I got to really search Nipsey or, or Nas. or I can't go to Shuffle Hip Hop Musical. Or Sirius or Sirius XM. Yeah. He's, always, he's always on that shit. And yeah. Even the purists, I, I would say this, like, you know, they get all caught up in, in stuff like that, but I'm I'm sure when you at the function, you ain't trying to hear the shit that you you rolled to yeah. the function in. Like you trying yeah. to, you know, have a good time. And right now, if you're talking about the last four or five years, because he, yeah. he's part of that timeline. At some point or another, you was out there two stepping with your old lady or some somebody you was trying to take down. It's it's a fact. Yeah, you. It, it's a fact, man. Like, so I'm it's like kind of leads back to the question: Does it really matter? And my is answer this- is no. To each his own. <laughs> like like what you like. Like it like depends what, like, on what room you in. Man. Yeah, right. What room I'm in, I'm gonna lie there. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Hard- Hit boy is way better than. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling good, hitmaker. What's up? It's like, yeah. all right, man. man. I'm trying to be motivated. I'm about to listen to Hustle Motivate or something that you did with hit, uh, Nipsey Hustle. And it's like, yeah, I'm I'm really in a different mindset. I'm not in this party room no more. So it kind of yeah. it true. Depends. And the older the older I get, the less and less like these things still fuel me because I love the competitive nature of of it. So I still get a kick out of it. Hence, why we're here. You know what I mean? But at the right. same time, as I get older, all of the little trickery and shit that I used to fall for with the Kanye versus 50 and all these little yeah. random ass beefs or competition, I don't really get caught up in it. You'll never find me on Twitter arguing with anybody or any right. social media platform or anybody's comments. Like, even when I say my takes here, if you don't agree, I'll thumbs up your shit and keep it moving. Like, I don't have hours mm-hmm. upon a time to, to say, this is how I felt. And this is it. You know what I mean? And I think we could live in a world, you know, and this is not riding both sides of the fence, but I'm living in a world where I'm, I'm being honest. I do listen to both those guys. I do enjoy 
the the replays, the samples, whatever it is that that hitmaker's doing, the formula he got, it's working with several different people, R and B and and rap artists, so and pop yeah. artists. So he's doing something right. You know what I mean? And he is a music producer because he's putting the right people in the true. room together. He's saying, no, 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 that don't sound right. Sing that a little bit. You know, I'm sure he's doing those type of things when he's working with Seven Streeter and all these other R and B artists that he, he has work with so you got to give credit to that and i and i think that that's uh something you got to give credit to other people just yeah. don't want to give it to him and, and i think a lot of it to be honest with you is based on his history his per yeah. that, that's really <laughs> that, that's really so so he Kev, even said trick trick in the verse. He even trick trick. Yeah, hit boy even went. Oh man. Oh man. It's like, man, keep your chain, brother. Oh, oh man. So, yeah. You, yeah. So, so, so Kev, <laughs> do, do you what about the other, you know, we mentioned before the other shots? Because you know, we we dissected this hit boy hitmaker thing. But why did why did hit boy throw those additional shots out? Why do you think he did that? <laughs> Cause he he feel away. He feel like he better than them motherfuckers, and those motherfuckers is all, all three of them are all over the radio for the last ten years. No matter which one True. of them, Metro, Metro Boomin's been on a run since he's been in his fucking high school. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And he got some of the hardest joints that we like from some of the the best rappers in the South. To be honest yeah. with you, or the Jeezys, the Tis, the Gucci Mans, like yeah, I mean these dudes are going to go down as legends if they're not already legends right now in most people's eyes. And they are. I mean, I know I'm in my forties. You know, I, those guys are the soundtrack to shit my early adulthood yeah. all the way up until you know maybe ten years ago ish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where them guys was on a crazy run and it's to Metro Boomin' Beats and some of it is to Southside Beats as well. Um, you know, DJ Mustard, you know, when you're talking about the West Coast and the what West he's Coast. doing with YG and tons of other artists, uh, Ty Dolla Sign and shit like that. Like, I fucking love Ty Dolla Sign. He can do no wrong in my eyes when he's by, oh, yeah. specifically when I hear him with a Mustard beat. So I'm great not... Great songwriter. Well, great songwriters. So, you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm never I'm never mad at at either yeah. one of those guys. You know what I mean? I, I enjoy album hit boy for an album, conceptual piece. Um, and I enjoy Hitmaker for doing those those hits, but Metro Woman and Southside got a catalog. Yeah. Like so Oh yeah. I'm not, you know, not to do, say do he doesn't he... want that versus, but that's gonna be a tough. That's gonna be a them dudes. Them two will be a tough out. Do you think he was in? His, he was in his mad producer bag. Oh, he was just. So he was just. He was just going crazy. He had to get that shit off. He feel that yeah, way. Yeah. He feel yeah. that way. Period. As quickly like, bonded. Oh yeah. Oh, that was that. That wasn't. That wasn't. That was in the tuck. Them them, yeah. <laughs> them bosses in the tuck. He responded quicker than he was quicker. waiting. That shit wasn't even like. Uh, more, two days later after that interview. But this is yeah. the thing, though. He did go on Twitter and say, hey, it was only one person I was really aiming this song at. He said, all my... I, it's all love. I just wanted to mention y'all name and challenge y'all, but this other motherfucker who been talking greasy. Yeah, now... 
Yes. And, and that part I love above anything. It's like I I mention some names for me, like even in the production world, I'll even tell my homies, my friends, like, bro, you ain't producing shit like me, period. But these are the same friends. It's like I'm hopping on a track when they say, hey, I need your pianos or 808s. Mm. It's, it's like, bro, you ain't getting nah, nah. I want to see. I'll send you a sample. See what you can do with that compared to what I'm doing over here. If you think mm-hmm. you, and man, I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. That's I the camaraderie like, like, of it. Right. Yeah. yeah, I like. I like negative energy when it comes to people saying, "Nah, that ain't it." Like, so that that motivates me. Like, I don't like for people to be like, "Sounds great. Everything's bunch good." Of, bro, bunch of yes. I hate. Yeah, I don't. This. I hate it. I hate it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's why. I, you know, that's why I send it to certain people because certain people just. They don't want to offend you, and they think you take things personal. You know what I mean? And I don't think yeah. that that's what uh, Hit Boy was trying to do with everybody else that called it stray, even oh, though yeah. they were funny as fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, he he got it off, and it it, it it hit, it landed, it landed, man, it landed. So um, yeah. yeah, man, I can't wait to see what what comes from it in terms of these guys making more hits, making more money. Yeah. I don't think nothing negative will come from it outside of just great music. So no doubt, I'm, I'm here for that. That's but I don't music. think it's important. I don't like honestly. If you got a lane, if like like he said, can Southside make a beat without 808s? I don't think it's important that he can't. You know what I'm saying? If he already got a lane, like why drift outside that lane? You know what I'm saying? Like, but at the same time, you know, like like when we talked the other day, you know, jack of all trades or master of one thing. Like, what's the best one? What's the best thing? Like, who knows? And, and you've seen it work for a lot of people being in different things you know what i mean and you know yeah. just because you rap don't mean you can't go out here and market your business and sell coffee like a jada kiss or pivot no and do different things you know what i mean you just got to take the, the time to lock into the things that you're going to you know share with the world you know what i mean but there ain't nothing wrong with having a few different streams of income or a few different passions yeah. you know what i mean until you find something that works and when you find something that works back to your point of Southside. Ride that motherfucker till the wheels fall off. Ride like, the way, bro. <laughs> ride the way. <laughs> ride the way. Doing that. Yeah, yeah, man. What's the stuff you from doing that? It's like, man, damn, you hate on yourself more than they hated on you right then. Because you mm-hmm. conform what they thought of you and the thing that you. I'm not doing that shit. I'll take your opinion and everything. But if at any time I'm feeling like, all right, this ain't coming from a place of I want to see success. This is coming from a place of jealousy, envy. I want to see her mm. down. And a lot of time in hip hop, it's supposed to be that competitive, friendly nature. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Like, hey, yeah, I want to see what you can make with this beat. But if it's something that I can help you with, I'm going to still help you make the best beat that you possibly can. Yeah. Like I said, I love, I love, I love, I love that. You know, in terms of that competitive nature, and people just really, you know, cheering you on. And then, like I said, back to like I remember I tell y'all a funny story when I was just talking to Dumbs the other day, and I was like, "Yo, man, that one song we did together, we had like a posse cut." I was like, "Yo," um, <laughs> I was like, "Yo," I was taking shots at my homie. I was, I was like, I always diss my homie <laughs> that be talking shit. You know what I mean? Like they'll listen and they'll be like, "Ah, oh, this one homie said it sounded dated." You know, you know, you know who it is, CJ. So I went back nah. and then I took that to not say, oh, I'm going to go do these trap beats and talk about, there's going to be a time and place for that. Not not to say I won't ever do that, but I'm going to take these souls, these soul records and I'm going to make it do what it do or these, these boom no, no. records and I'm going to f- find my niche there 
and then slowly navigate. Give them, give them something like a you know Conway does. You know what I mean? I mean, you know these mm-hmm. guys. When when Benny worked with Hit Boy, like he stepped out a little bit, but it's mm-hmm. gonna be for a full project. It ain't gonna be. I'm gonna give you sprinkles and do that. But back to my point, he motivated me to go back in and tighten up my bars, not necessarily change my sound because I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. Not what you think I sound good on. And that that's, that's the important piece is I don't think either one of these guys have changed what they do. Keep doing it and ride, ride it to the wheels fall off, man. But right, before, great. before I um take up too much more, you guys, it's time, man. Y'all got any pardon shots or anything y'all want to, want to um leave off with before we get out of here? Go ahead, Green. I'm appreciative of Cash, man. Um, first and foremost, um, definitely appreciative of Cash. I thank God for the opportunity. Um, I always appreciate hopping on the podcast with you, man. I enjoy the time. I enjoy the conversations we have because I don't really get to do this too much outside of spaces like this. So I'm always appreciative of that. Um, for all the fans and everybody watching and listening, like I said before, stay tuned, man. That's all I can tell you. Stay tuned because it's about to be a crazy year musically. If Jay Green attached to it and you hear Greenery beats on that, just believe it's going to be a hit. For sure, for sure. Likewise, brother. Likewise, brother. CJ, what about you? Uh, like Green said, first and foremost, man, Cash, thanks for uh, extending your platform to us, man. You know, we chop it up about music, beats, engineering, everything under the sun, music-wise. So thanks for, you know, letting me come on here, you know, and, uh, you know, chop it up with Green and make a new contact with him, you know, because that's someone I've seen you working with. But, you know, we're, you know, you know, several degrees of separation, you know, thanks for you know, bridging that gap between two people and uh, letting us have a producer conversation because, you know, like sometimes producers are the ones in that background and we, you know, rappers, you know, you're a rapper, but, <laughs> but sometimes... <laughs> yeah, I know, I get it. <laughs> sometimes, you know, you know, we're, we're the little guys in the small print produced by, you know, so, you know, thanks for <laughs> having us. <laughs> and talk about it, man. You know, thank, you know, we, because... One one very important thing is like, you know, rappers keep getting paid once the music comes out. But as a producer, if you don't have points on the master, then your job at selling that beat is done, you know. So so thanks for letting us come on here and get some, you know, glory and some shine and just talk about, you know, things that mean the most to us is music. You know what I'm saying? So thank you. Um, got a lot of stuff coming out, new music, new beats coming out. So anything that you hear that lady say, see John made that music. Hey, check into that. It's going down. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all stay on after we get off here, man. Make sure y'all exchange info or whatnot, like, no like doubt. that, man. But uh, again, uh, follow C C Jones at C Jones Music Official. Follow Greenery at Greenery Two Wise underscore Beats on all social platforms, social media platforms. You can find him on there. He's very responsive. Um, again, if you want to get a beat, you know, it costs money. But if he likes you, he may, you know, he may work with you. May work with you. May work with you. Oh, sorry. He knows music theory. He knows music theory. (laughs) 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 This is episode 198, man. We out. We out. (laughs)